Polyhedron is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can find us on Twitter at SimulacraRPGs or at PolyhedronCast. If the visual medium is your thing, you can follow us at Simulacra TV on both Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and sign up to be a patron. Hello and welcome to Simulacra Presents Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast. I am your host, Matthew, and I have my two co's here, Ryan. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Have we started yet? Yes, we have. Shit. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the class. I'm glad you could, you could come. Are you trying to Ben Stein me right now? And Scott. Trying to... yeah, no, hold, hold on. Hold on. No, no, we have fine. always have been started. We always have, we have been never been not been started. Ah, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hello, boyos. Uh, hello, every audience. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here again to talk to you about stuff that is, you know, nerdy, pop culture and role playing and whatnot. And whatnot. So we Scott, will not be your... talking about Will Smith slapping chris rock at the oscar we won't no we won't that's the stupidest no, thing ever so like me me unfortunately by mentioning that we have talked about it <laughs> i love self-defeating mm. <laughs> scott how's your gaming or any other entertaining uh, entertainment it's been going all right i've got two aeon games going right now which is more than i've had in decades which i'm really happy about well not decades because we did run that one mm. for for polyhedron plays coming soon to the simulacra feed as soon as we figure our shit out it's more it challenging will. than you might think but yeah so one one you are running and that's a private game and the second is luna rocks which is the every other thursday stream game that i'm running the second game that I plan on running, the in-person game, is probably going to be a couple months uh, just because we are in the middle of house hunting. And I do not want to start a game in this studio room and then have to dismantle the studio room and rebuild the studio room while a game is running. But dear listeners, trust me, that game will fucking happen if I have to kill God and build a studio out of his body. I mean, I, I can't, I'm, I'm just excited because now it's my turn to be the clairsentient. Yeah. And, have, and you know, guys, I don't know if you know this, having Scott control your vivid hallucinations can say after many years of LARPing with the man, it's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> it's a good time. It's one of my talents. And speaking of killing God. Ryan, <laughs> uh, what do you, your uh, oh, slash Elden Ring. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's why I said it. Go, where are you going with this, man? Yeah, yeah, kill God. I, I've killed a number. I mean, I've killed some demigods. I mean, I'm I'm 60 hours in, and I just went and got into the capital city. I mean, it seems like where you're supposed to be. I'm level 80, so. It's, oh yeah! Wow, you're actually higher level I, 79 I, I, right now. I'm very very careful, like mm. with my rune expenditures. Like if I get even close to a level i'll stop what i'm doing i won't press any further i'll go back blow up all my golden runes and get a level yeah 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 and yeah. then then i'm when i'm at zero or like negligible runes then i'll go try some dumb shit like i'll just go <laughs> i just run around smacking shit i probably shouldn't just testing my weapons on things seeing what eats me alive mm-hmm. oh that hurt. i'm gonna die <laughs> oh i died oh i died uh oh, but other man. than that yeah, we got. I'm in that. I'm in your game tomorrow. Looking forward yep. to that. We're gonna have have a weird time. That'll be fun. Uh, Bad Mage plugging along. About two games from the end now. Yep, yep. We are we are two liches down. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, a lich and some dude. 
Yeah, some sp- yeah. Well, yeah. Weird guy. So is that is that the end game of that? Just liches all the way down? Oh, it's two liches. It's a lich, and then there's like a golem lich. Mm. Like he wants to become a lich in a golem suit. Yeah, it was pretty funky. He was like he was Iron Man, and then shit, he time stopped us and went and got his buddies, and that was a pretty good fight. It was fun. Time stop is a fun villain power. I it's, I do like it. And also, I will say like the system is broken down completely at this mm-hmm. point. Like there's no like. It's just like every fight is 1.5 rounds. That yeah, is like if if we even remotely go before the bad guy, they're dead. Like they are just smoked. They are just me, smoked. Me, me and Matt can produce if we go ham somewhere in the hundred damage in a turn territories if we go nuts. And most things just don't have that much HP. Sure. Or don't have AC high enough to matter. Because we have such high to hits, it's like yeah, like don't I roll think, a one, and I probably hit yeah, you. Plus fourteen to hit, like nice. For, oh, yeah, so the system is is ridiculous, and then that's not even counting like the mages in the party. Yeah, that's just the physical fighters. We actually mm-hmm. have like a full, a full warlock and a full bard and a full druid, and so you know, the just the two of us alone with our stupidity drops two hundred damage into a thing. They're gonna take it up, and you know Murphy with her fucking Eldritch Blast, like maxed out Eldritch Blast and shit. Just yeah, she she's throwing bastard swords at people. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Witchlight, I think, on Wednesday, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that. As for me, gaming's been good. I actually went to Lorsador's over the weekend. That was fun. It's the second to last game, so we all we have left is the last game. It was really yeah. Yeah, When we kick some serious ass it went yep. pretty well i died it was cool yeah Ooh. weird shit happened weird shit's going to happen i i i died like a fucking dipshit like oh, yeah, no. you did, but but it's okay it's okay you did it for the team i took one i we, three of us took we did we took three for the team <laughs> like anyone who's like that fight wasn't so bad i was i was chatting with some people they were like it seemed like you guys did our i'm like Hey, I'm just saying that's the highest body count of any fight I've been a part of in six years. Like three people have not actually way more than six years. No, exactly six years. Exactly. I know exactly when there was a higher body count, yep, but just that's close. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was three people down and it wasn't like, oh, we're almost no. It's like we could we could have failed. Yeah, I saw the pictures from that. Y'all look pretty sweet. Like yep. that. That was a. Uh... Uh, shout out to our friend Ashley who does, takes really good pictures. Yes, yes, she uh, did a great job. She was there. She was also NPC. And basically, it's the last hurrah. A mm-hmm. lot of the old people are coming back for the last game. They do a really cool thing. They they made the last game free. Yeah. So everyone, a lot of people are coming out. We have plans for it in June. It's gonna be a good time. Other gaming, I've got to run my game. I'm looking forward to that because this is when things start actually kicking off in the game. So we'll see how. Uh, Stay tuned, audience, for what happens next. Let me think. A lot of Elden Ring. A lot of Elden Ring. I've had some personal things come up in my life, which has given me, unfortunately, some free time. So I have been playing a lot of Elden Ring. And I really like that game. Like, it's fun. It's it's got a weird story, but it's a very light touch story because it's from software. But the combat is slick, and it's just fun. It just feels good. Yeah, it just feels good. This feels good. This feels good. Good sound design, good mechanics. Everything Ma- feels good. Has made me actively scream more than <laughs> once, like 
yes before i got my feet under me like in in one of the first sets of catacombs i just some some shithead gargoyles just run at you yeah i was like mine was the handsies the little finger oh my god hate that thanks yeah that it is fucking Mm, hand spiders if anyone doesn't think that these are the guys who made bloodborne you ain't been paying attention to elden ring there's some fuck like literally scott they are giant severed hands that have way too many fingers on them and they crawl around like spiders it's actually more like two sets of hands fused together fused together and they and some are like are upside down like and they just crush you if you step into them like they are like and they give you the middle finger. Cool. So basically what I see when I close my eyes. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's some definitely some cathodic bullshit going on in that game, even though it's it's more fantastical than Bloodborne. Other than that, that's about it. I may be joining One Man Majors over. There's an online D&D game with some extended friends that I may be joining. I look forward to that. I'll play at Eldritch Knight. I'm going to try that out for a little for a test drive. You know, I've seen it. It seems to work pretty good. Yeah. Like we got one in, you know, a Ravenloft slash Witchlight, and they seem to have a pretty fun time with it. Yeah, I I sort of geared myself to using feats to sort of make me a pseudo mage, like a pseudo wizard. That's uh, how so you I do can, it. Yeah, and that's how I want to do it, and do a few more things that are magical, but stay straight fighter, Eldritch Knight. Fighters get a lot of feats, right? Yes, they have the, the most feats of all the cl- core classes. But we're not going up super high level. I think he said at least the initial campaign is going to stop around ninth, and I'm starting or I'm starting at fourth. They've started at first. Ah. Uh, I'm joining halfway through. Cool. Uh, they're actually he's doing a non uh, non wizards version of the revive vision of Temple of Elemental Evil. Ah, cool. Some game company uh, remade it. Basically, they ported it over to five E. Uh, I, I recall that. So we're running uh, a, through that. A couple of years ago, I, I ran a version of Temple of Elemental Evil for specifically for my wife, because apparently when she was she was a young lass, her parents and their friends once a year would have like a weekend long of game. And they ran that was the game that they ran, which is Temple of Elemental Evil. So like one session every year, but the session lasted an entire weekend. And then one of those people died recently. And she she asked me to run that. It was not not canonical in any way. I fucked with that in a way so that it would be a game that I could run yep. uh, rather than just a dungeon crawl slog. So I, I fucked with it and I made it like pseudo exalted in theme and it was fun. Yeah, yeah. They, the Princess of the Apocalypse uses a lot of the same kind of ideas and themes. I actually t- don't tell nobody, but I'm actually using the Earth part of Princess of the Apocalypse ah. to uh, as a sort of something for my own thing that i'm gonna they're they're gonna have to fight a prince and it's gonna not be fun for them (laughs) well it's probably gonna be a lot of fun for them but (laughs) it's gonna be harsh because they they've had it too easy lately (laughs) well it's hard to challenge high level dnd characters well i you know the zen i will say if you're looking to fuck some some pcs up xanthoria in candlekeep mysteries i think i said that two or three episodes ago yeah my goodness, that's a difficult campaign because everything is a, has legendary actions. Oof. Like, every monster has legendary actions, and there's I a mean, bunch of them. That's that's how you counter the action economy. Yeah, a, a yeah. little group of PCs is fucking legendary actions. Yeah. So yeah, the high level play, man. 
I love a play. I'm interested to see what they do for 5.5, what what they do when they revise it, and probably within the next year. We'll see. We'll see what they do with that. Yep. They, the April Fool's Dust with Spelljammer. <laughs> Fuckers. Just, it's just Minx just floating. In, boo. Or, it no, just boo. boo yeah. It's just boo floating through space. Da, 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 we know they're da, doing da, da, Spelljammer now because they released that Ar- Unearthed Arcana with nothing but science fiction shit. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so let's move on to news because I just remembered I do have a bit of news. Oh, Holy shit. shit. I believe this is not April Fool's. Like, it's legit not April Fool's. I, and I that, thought it was. God, I wish April Fool's would stop being a thing. God, I hate it. <laughs> well, it, it's terrible because of because of the internet. Like, well, the internet may... We live in the post-pose law. Like, you're, you could tell me anything and I'd believe it at this point. Like, yeah. the world is a ridiculous and very silly place. Like, sure, whatever. Of course. Of course, Matt Berry is the new Doctor Who. Whatever. <laughs> that would be cool. I'd watch that. I watched oh, no, you were lying to me? Oh, well, well damn. You know? <laughs> So the that, well, now news, I'm sad. So I found the one I was looking for, and I wanted to confirm that it was posted on April 2nd, not April 1st. But something that has been around from my my childhood is coming back in Warhammer 40K. Squats are back, baby. Oh, shit, squats. They're going to be called the Legion of Votan. They are... They are still human, like they're ab humans, like they're they're dwarf humans, but they have like super, they have like surprisingly advanced archaeotech, which is like dark age technology. Interesting. Uh, they have models and everything, like they legit will be an army in 40k. So color me fucking surprised because that was always the meme joke for like decades that one day squats would come back, and they're back, baby. That's a piece of news I got. Cool. Not huge news, but uh, Magpie Games announced a, a small game that I'm super interested in called God Killer. Yes. Uh, they call it a holy punk TTRPG. Basically, it's it's designed for one player and one GM. And, you know, you you take on the role of a mortal what raises to, to a demigod status and then kills and consumes uh, whatever bespoke god has been dreamed into existence for for this experience kind of like a one-on-one god of war situation and i'm fucking stoked for that that sounds yeah, badass actually, uh, that's a that's sort of a newer thing with like one-on-one or solo rpgs mm-hmm. like really like hyper specific experiences which I, I'm, I'm down with i would yeah. like seeing new things in the medium yeah i'm looking forward to when starforge comes out for that specific reason and i got not that the viewers will see this but i got something called merger which is a solo rpg i streamed it a while back it's basically it's a single player macrocosmic corporate horror rpg and it's actually pretty goddamn fun i will let i will lend it to to one or both of you if you guys want to give it a shot it is a fun evening and it's it's got just enough just enough give and take and like decisions that you have to make that make it actually fairly interesting very cool. I enjoyed that. I wore a tie uh, and everything. Oh, yeah, you did. RPG-wise, not a whole lot. Onyx Path is running a big, cheap, if you want everything oriented towards Solar Exalted, right right now mm-hmm. is when you want to buy it. It's like 90% off. So Yeah, 
Yeah, well, this is Exalted Month. Uh, Gonics Path has been this year's their 10th anniversary year. Yep. And so every month they're featuring one of their game lines, including ridiculous sales. So if you like Exalted and want to buy some books, now's the time. Yes, yes, indeed. Anything for me, Ryan? Any nudes? Nudes. I, I'm starting a LARP, so that's yeah. the only news that matters to me. <laughs> it's I'm, been a very arduous process. I'm <laughs> excited for said LARP. I am. I I'm, am. I'm excited as well. People's yes. excitement is infectious. Yes. I've been working mostly on the website, and it's taking a lot of effort. Yes. WordPress okay, can though. be a little bit challenging to deal but with. But once sometimes. it's done, it's it won't change very often. Yep, and it's going to be nice and clean, and we're gonna we've got we're talking we're talking about doing doing back end stuff to make things make things easier on people. Yeah. So. The less the less work you have, the less effort the plot stuff has to do, the more energy they can apply to the game itself, like running the game and creating for the game. Well, also, I'm gonna have I, I'm I'm gonna future proof it to make sure that you know if I get hit by a bus or something, mm. everything's not on a server somewhere and no one knows how to do anything with it. So right. that no, there's I'm just I gotta make sure I document how all this shit's done so that. You know, as a courtesy to my my colleagues. <laughs> yeah, link rot is a thing on the internet now. The yeah, that's just a thing. I won't go more into that. It's a thing. You got to. Yeah, it. imagine if someone were to like make some sort of commodity based off URLs, like some sort of yeah, like tradable function, non fungible, non fungible. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what to... fungible means. Maybe it's made of mushrooms, but mm. that's that's fungible. Uh, that's fungible, non fungible. Yeah. Fungible just means that it can like be. It cannot be subdivided. It can't be yeah. subdivided. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that was an NFT joke, everyone. Follow along at home. Fuck NFTs. We're not. Yes. We do not. We're not a comedy NFTs. podcast. Nope. Um, I'm funny. We, Fuck we you. We like to think we are. We just try. We just yeah. try. Mm -hmm. Try so hard. But other than news, like in my big discussion, I saw the Batman. I have also seen the Batman. I, I you I don't. I don't think there's any story you could tell me right now that would spoil me because it's Batman. It sounds like a Batman thing that happened. Um, I will say that what was surprising about me, to, what, what surprised me about the Batman is the last thing, like the last part of the Riddler's plan. That was really awful. Yeah, there, nice. there's a little bit of a left field it feels like a left field turn at okay. the last 30 minutes that you're like, mm, I think you did this because you wanted to do something more with it, but it really wasn't where the movie should have ended. We I don't all know knew where the ended movie should have ended. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't think it was bad. When I say awful, I mean like, in the what? world, it was like a in shocking. Terms of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the thing that happened, yeah, it was very yes. bad. Yes, it was. Is like and it was cataclysmic a, for it, yeah it was bad like of a different scale than all the other stuff that he had done so, yes. so we've gone from like you know doxing well, he, you to eating your baby like yeah. in terms well, of the, a scale he, jump he, he went from targeted assassinations of legitimately bad people to essentially flooding the entire city yep oh that's a bit of a jump yeah yeah it's a bit yeah, of a jump yeah. yep yeah i uh, thought you meant awful is in the sense of they're like no, i didn't was a i didn't I didn't think it was bad. I think that it was. It just escalated very quickly. It just escalated very quickly. And and, and there was no hint 
as far as because I've actually seen it twice now. As far as I know, there's no real hint that he's leading up to something like that hmm. until it's revealed that he's doing that. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Like the idea that his plan is not done. Like you could pick up on that, like oh the riddle, like like okay the riddler gets captured. That's not the end of that. I get I like the riddler of all the Batman villains have getting captured as part of his plan. Right, and like it was that, part of his plan. It was part of his plan. That and that and thus meaning his his plot is not done is a logical inference that you can make fairly easily. Yep, but it was not specifically telegraphed. No, yeah, it was not. And it just was really surprising the scale to which it went from. Yeah, but it definitely makes commentary on like how the internet can bring crazies together. Mm-hmm. Like it can bring good people and bad people together in very gross ways. Yes. Um, uh, also, it, uh, it it it's obviously very classist. It's a mm-hmm. classist. It's a conversation and discussion on classism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, like Bruce and all. But I actually on the on like the second watching, like it definitely is also a inspiration by the end of it of like Bruce Wayne realizing I have to be more than vengeance. Mm-hmm. I have to because vengeance is selfish, whereas I need to be aka justice. He needs to be it needs to be selfless in order to really make what he considers a change. Yeah, I mean, and he also needs to be like a, a beacon of hope. Yeah. I think there there was a lot of like really well done symbols in this movie mm-hmm. like that like playing around with the sort of the Batman tropes like the bat signal it's a symbol you know it's a call you know but you know what else can you do with a beacon other yes. than like like the, like the bat signal is like it's a call to Batman it's a warning to the criminal element of the city but at the end they kind of they they didn't they it was there was a lot of symbolism going on in very subtle not ways that you have to kind of like think about to put make the connections to and i really enjoyed that the writing on the the writing is very good in this movie Mm -hmm. and that's why you should watch it because it's well acted you i actually really like the guy who played gordon yes the dynamic between batman and gordon Mm -hmm. is choice in this movie patterson did a good job yep the action was fucking great yes it's just like it's brutal it's awesomely silly brutal i love it because he moves like a dude in a heavy in like a in a armored suit Mm -hmm. so he has to fight like that which is very cool Um, yeah it it very much is the you know like he he's the the sort of the slow moving invulnerable juggernaut that will fucking when he gets to you will take you apart yeah the colin farrell is the penguin as oz oswald yeah very excellent very fun he actually has very little screen time overall yeah, like, but they used him well. Like he, he was a very well. interesting. The guy it was Stanley Tucci who played uh, Carmine Falcone. Yes, yes. They slow play, They slow played him really well. Yes, they did. Like he was not in the, in like a lot of the advertisements, but like a classic Batman character that was used to incredible. Also, potency. the guy they got to play Riddler, I didn't mm-hmm. know he was in the movie. Hmm. So I actually didn't know who the Riddler was. Like, who well, they didn't. The they didn't show him or talk about him a lot. No, in and the it was good that they didn't because when you see him, you're like, this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy is is this horrible kind of psych uh, serial killer. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm in I'm in it. I'm, I'm okay with it. Then again, 
at least until a certain point, none of the people he killed were, you know, angels or uh, oh, even even people. decent people. Yep. Like, just, you know, they were all real bad. They did there bad was a things. Lot of there was, for some of the things they did, there was definitely collateral damage. In There's, the yeah, collateral damage. I loved the the boy that they kept. It was the son of the first victim. Yes, yes, That yes, was, yes. like, very, like, it was it was a recurring thing that was they didn't talk about it like it wasn't like oh this boy signalizes my soul it's just him and bruce just kept having these little silent moments with each other like i know i share your pain i know Mm -hmm. exactly the pain that you are feeling right now that you can emulate and also the riddler surprisingly they said is to spice up his backstory by going yeah not all orphans are billionaires Mm mm-hmm yeah, being an orphan, uh, it, it's a different experience for most people. Yeah, and I love that. I honestly adored that. I was like, I'm like, and and also like the commentary that that Selena Kyle has, who, yeah. by the way, one of the better Catwomans we've ever seen on screen, uh, next my, to like Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, my wife is a hardcore Catwoman nut, and yep. she adored this version of Catwoman. Yes. She's like best Catwoman. She loves Michelle Pfeiffer, but Michelle Pfeiffer is crazy bat Catwoman. Yes. And, you know, good for good for what she is, but for like comic accurate, like best version of Catwoman, comics version of Catwoman. Really, she's a, like, the modern interpretation of, yeah. of Catwoman. Mm-hmm. She's a great, she's really good. Yeah, very the good. The chemistry that they had between them is electric. It's really good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Overall, really fucking good movie. Yeah. Uh, moody as hell. Mm-hmm. You're it's in, definitely, yeah. Moody as hell. You're definitely a dark. There. Well, it was it was very dark and it was noir. Like in it many ways, dark. it was it was a film noir, which is like there's a difference you know, between it's, like it's Batman. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between grimdark Batman, which is what we have been giving mm-hmm. and noir Batman. Oh, he's the world's greatest detective being yeah. a detective. Mm-hmm. Yes. He actually was a detective. He was smart. Like yeah. they showcased Bruce's intelligence. I really as equal to his martial ability, mm-hmm. which is really important. Also, how Alfred helps him. Like yep. Alfred, like it is hinted that Alfred in this version is the one who taught him how to fight. It's not hinted. He straight he straight up said it. Well, yeah, but they don't go into a lot of detail. They don't. They, they don't, they don't. Yeah, they don't exp- exposition it. I think I love like with his detective theme, like the one big the, the there's like a couple of clues that he missed and the re the reason why he missed it is because it was something people of a different class would understand correct like it was a mistranslation of spanish and like some sort of construction tool yeah that, a, like, a carpenter's tool. a carpenter's tool that was the 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 cornerstone of of the clue and batman didn't get it because he's a fucking billionaire Right, you didn't, you would never have seen or understood how those things are put together. So I have a little theory since we spoil, we're pretty much spoiling the shit out of this movie. Mm-hmm. So at the towards the end, he gets shot with a shotgun. I shit you not, and he puts a drug in him to to give him a combat stim. It was green. Yeah, yeah, bang I, venom. Yeah, I yeah. think that was a hint at at their maybe or at or, least somewhere a direction they can go in. I want poison ivy and i want her to be a hero yeah we can see that i Me really too. want poison ivy like and i want you should watch the harley quinn animated <laughs> yeah, tv I, show i absolutely do and i <laughs> yeah, love that it's a, it's but a, i wanted i wanted it in live action like i could see them bringing poison ivy into peacemaker 
That'd be uh, excellent. Because of the, the the way that the the ultimate agenda of the the aliens was, if they wanted to keep tugging on that screen, or if they want to put her in the Pat- Patterson the Batman verse, I I want Poison Ivy to be right. I want her to be pretty much justified in everything that she does, because the real villains are the ones who are profiting off the death of the death of the Earth. Yep. And also, did you like the, in the movie Bello Real, which is a, like a, a black politician who's trying to become mayor of Gotham mm-hmm. and to, to change things, goes up to Bruce and goes, Bruce, your hist- your family has a history. Your father has a history of philanthropy in the city. You, not so much. And I was like, Bruce, you, ha- you have definitely not been paying attention to what how you could really help the city, which is a huge critique they've always had in the comics. Mm-hmm. About Bruce, like Bruce, you literally have billions. You could solve a lot of the you, city's for at problems. least for Gotham City. You mm-hmm. could solve a lot of problems. Yeah, which is actually part of the story because his father tried to do that, but the city had its own agenda. Yeah, it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on in that movie. I yes. enjoyed it. Uh, I'm definitely going to give it another watch or two to pick up on it. But I, it, it was in a in a history of unnecessary batman movies which there's there's been a couple of them there's been a couple unnecessary back at batman movies or movies with batman in them this one was pretty good yeah it's pretty solid yeah. if you like yourself a batman okay let's see what else entertainment we upload up- upload yeah i've watched most of it i don't mind if i'm spoiled well, at the end. so the thing that they're going to deal with next season we'll see how smart they are is what happens when there's two what happens when there's what happens when there's two of them because yep. they backed it they, they they brought in his backup because he was missing and his mm-hmm. head's going to fucking explode mm-hmm. pretty early in season three like he got re-downloaded and he started bleeding it's like no, no no this is a temporary thing his head's going to explode because this show does not exist with him in the real world it just doesn't like yeah, that's yeah. Not, the promise that's doesn't not, work and the, like now we're going to deal with like He's going to deal with the last backed up version of himself, probably trying to compete for the affection of the same person uh, with himself. Yeah. Yep. Like, and we're going to have lots of questions of who, like identity about mm-hmm. that. And if they don't like, it's a, it's a softball. You can just do it. It's not like rights, shit writes itself. Just, just what does it mean to, what, what, what is a person? To, if there are two of you. <clears throat> that exist at the same time and like the two have different sets of like a slightly different sets of memories on which to base the digital incarnation of yep yep and much like in you know altered carbon you know i'm pretty sure there should probably be laws about duping people mm-hmm. like they're like you know in altered carbon it's a pretty much considered so a no upload is just a huge pre prequel to, to altered carbon it pretty pretty good yeah, pretty good. I I thought that this season was very plot heavy. It didn't play around with a lot of ideas. Yeah, you well, one hundred percent. It can yes, I agree one hundred percent. It continued on the capitalism bad, mm-hmm. uh, but new and interesting ways that capitalism bad and new and interesting ways that ludditeism is bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the luddites. Fundamentalism. Yeah, the like, fundamentalist like... luddites. Yeah, those. That's no good. I did like the idea of why when we find out like what was going on with the the, the freond. That was a pretty good reveal. Oh, that's so like that's evil. so evil. Yeah. Oh, like when I heard it, that's actually the one part I didn't get to at the, because I didn't watch the last episode. Please oh. explain it to me. So basically they're used because Freon is the low cost solution. 
a lot of people willingly upload themselves to it. Now they introduced legislation that would make it so that uploaded people are not citizens. Therefore, poor people are going to murder themselves in mass and poor people vote a certain way. Right, right. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember. Okay, that was at the end is of the episode seven. One hundred percent intentional yeah, to change like, voting blocks. Yeah, oh. because because they're only like there's only one office in LA and one office in New York, but, but there's a ton a... in swing states. Right, right. Yes. Uh, they, when they got revealed and sort of like they explained that, I was like, that's, that's that is pretty gnarly. That's a that's a that's a clever use of what you you, where you would have thought it would have gone they did it a they they went left with it or right they went a different direction with it well also you know you know it's a dystopia because they haven't abolished the electoral college yeah i just thought that was uh i thought that was like ooh, that's very evil (laughs) i missed so i watched up to seven but i got in a lost interest because it was so plot heavy and i liked the characters being the characters Mm -hmm. that i felt a lot of the characters regressed yeah didn't work or we didn't get to see some of the characters develop the way i would like to have seen like see more of them growing because like his girlfriend which great twist by the way that she didn't actually upload herself i thought that was just that was comedy gold it it was perfect but also the purest anguish on her like that Mm -hmm. actress did a very good job of expressing her pain i think i said this like three episodes ago i don't remember but she did a very good job when it's like this was the best day ever and her face just fucking dies like because it wasn't her at that time an elementary school teacher who just knew how to have a good time Yep. Mm -hmm. and and that's where i saw is like oh i thought this season was going to be about her like learning more because there were hints of her being a good person and I wanted to see more of that come out, and it because she was you because of the plot that needed to keep moving forward and what she was trying to do, it didn't leave a lot of time for that sort of like submit the growth and really express it and have her learn. She kind of just got used for comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her character definitely like I think she's her arc is ongoing. I think is yeah. the way to say that. Yeah, they they really doubled down on plot and like moving the story along this season. Yep. I, I hope that they'll they'll take the gas off the pedal for the next one and, and go back to kind of having interesting ideas and, yep. and thinking about things. You could s- slow burn it. Slow burn mm-hmm. it and it's a little bit better. It's a little less little less show and just to like let it breathe, as it were. I oh. watched a pretty good vampire movie last night. What was that? I think it's called Bit or Bite. It's about basically lesbian vampires in L.A., is that the one where they like hijack a guy's cab? No, no, that was another one, which was also pretty fun. It wasn't good, but it was fun. I forget what that one was called. No, this was about like, yeah, this was about like a group of, it's, it's kind of like an, an update of the craft kind of just, okay. you know, super, super bitchy vampire girls, but it had an interesting mythology and good acting. Well, okay. Acting. Some of the acting was better than others, but it was really, I, it's, it's a very popcorn vampire movie. Okay, cool. I forget that the one the one that you're talking about was bitten or something. No, like, it wasn't it was bitten. Some... It was it was a Netflix vampire thing. Let me yeah. look it up. But it had uh that was fun. Vampire movie. Night Teeth. Night Teeth. Yeah, that was fun. That was enjoyable. It was very world of darkness. Like it was very much like, oh, here's our vampire game kind of vibe to it. Um, which is fun. 
Now, the other vampire movie I saw about a, a while ago that was not popcorn, that was like gritty and gross and like be- darkly beautiful was bliss yeah that that was drugs and sex and vampire and, and you know blood orgy kind of nonsense and like very malkavian toreador vibes I, I think i've told you about near dark is oh yeah a, yeah is the quintessential sabat movie mm-hmm. if you want to know what a sabat pack is like mm-hmm. watch near dark i know it can it's now on streaming and stuff so you can see it for a long time it was really hard to get your hold of if you can get watch near dark watch it Yep. The what was it? Oh, because we're talking about movies. Next big movie I'm absolutely 100% behind is Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. I saw even more trailers at the movies and I'm like, "Holy shit, sign me up." It looks dope. Yeah. I'm going to probably have to go to the theater for that because I'm yep. not getting spoiled on what happens in that movie. Yep. <laughs> I can't. Well, I, I can't. on a similar vein, I have been hearing like rave reviews about everything everywhere all at once yes yeah Everyone i really want to see that excellent yeah i'm seeing it this weekend yeah i'm really looking forward to that i've heard that like it's along the lines of like dr Strange strange better bring its a game if it wants to even compare to this multiverse and like uh, well i i think they're also we should also not try to compare fandom too much because they are going i mean it's a marvel movie marvel movies are have a certain oh, agenda yeah. they have hit certain mark whereas this one's like left field can do be anything and can leave it all on the field as it were yeah no i get you i get you but i'm looking forward to seeing both of them i do like the multiverse as a concept so i'm i'm happy that we're getting some good good interpretations of it I'm trying to think of what else other than that my my time has been pretty limited as far yeah. as what i have been able to do but that's what i've been doing uh, i watched I, i've been watching the red letter media's uh breakdown of the picard episodes i'm watching Me too. Actual, and i you know i will say it's like it sounds a bit heavy-handed that's all of like it comes across the show sounds like it's coming across a bit heavy-handed and i will say that my one i, I have not seen it i can only take what i'm seeing through the eyes of some curmudgeonly people but it doesn't to me personally Star Trek doesn't go to 2024 and talk about climate change and and the refugee crisis and ice. Star Trek goes to a planet somewhere where something very similar is going on and expresses those that tells that story in a different way so that people can drop their preconceived notions about what they think they know and just sort of take in like an ethical discussion. And that's that's kind of where Star Trek's at for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, Maybe it's awesome. <laughs> a couple of points on that. I have been watching Picard, actually. I watched the first season. I, I did have too. Been wa- I have been watching this the second season. And it's not stellar. It's not great. It's enjoyable. The second point, like the whole going back to 2024 and dealing with like like the shitty world of the, that that is, that is actually, they did that very thing in DS9. Yes, they did. Like a lot of the stuff that they're doing in Picard is callbacks to the episode where they went to 2024 and dealt with a lot of the stuff that they're dealing with, except that now the stuff that they're dealing with is more accurate because we're in 2022. <laughs> well, that was yeah. also another that was also another thing that kind of like threw me off a little bit. It's just talking about like the Europa mission and stuff like that mm-hmm. in 2024. It's like, so we're going even further back that this is like alternate timeline stuff because like well, 2024, what like the 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 like the 
big turning point, one of the big turning points in the Star Trek universe was, was the Bell Riots, which is basically a huge homeless, basically ghetto in, in, the very, in, in the very classic sense of the term, a place where they put undesirable people forcibly, had a gigantic <laughs> uprising and riot. And that's the thing that has been a part of Star Trek lore for a good while now. So they haven't actually changed the timing of things. They've just made 2024 fairly reasonable to be two years from now in terms of all the stuff that's going on. Their their projection of the future is more accurate because you're closer to it mm-hmm. versus when they made Deep, Deep Space Nine. Now, with the exception, of course, of the Europa mission, because that's yeah. probably not going to happen. You got to have a sci-fi element, right? right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it like I'm not saying that you're wrong about your interpretation of it, Ryan. I'm just saying like, no, this a... has well, this has been done. Mm-hmm. But what what was you said that was like one episode of one episode of DS9? I think it was a two it was a two parter of DS9. They didn't stretch it out to ten hours of like high budget TV using like you know no no uh, I I think we should I think. There's a lot of potential for this season to go to other places. Right. Like, like it didn't start off in 2024. It had we had a couple episodes of like the current timeline, then the, the alternate timeline. I think this this season is gonna go more places than just here. I you know, that makes sense. I mean, they if, if you if you're if you're working on the we can slingshot around the sun and just kind of go. Yeah, because you know, as established, that works. Which... I think I think they're right that Juarte is definitely going to be the board queen. Well, yeah, at, at the yeah, end of it, yeah, they, they, they pretty much right? nailed that on the head. Well, she's already like withering, and yeah. like, you can see her skin changing and shit. It's like, yeah, obviously, okay. But that'll be interesting. I like board shit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's you uh, got to have the board. They're a great big. They're a they're a big bad. They're iconic big bad of. Yeah, don't fuck it up is really the yeah. most important yeah. thing you can do. Don't fuck up the Borg because yep. it's like, it's pretty easy to get them right. They're mm-hmm. a horrifying hive. Mm-hmm. And- well, I like how they're using the Borg Queen in this. Like, honestly, she's she's probably the most interesting part of the... the yeah, yeah. It's just they have the Borg Queen just hanging out, like kind of incapacitated, but that doesn't mean she's any less dangerous. Yeah. One last thing before, before we wrap it up. I, I've actually, thanks to my good friend Ryan and Scott here, I was able to watch and, and digest Hell of a Boss on YouTube. Yes. I oh, I watched all about... of Centaur World. I didn't get to Yeah, me too. We're, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about that one okay. too. But anyway, well, Hell they, of a Boss. I know, I know. Next episode, everyone, we're going to talk about cartoons. Sure. Cartoons. Oh my god. That's a great idea. It'll give me an excuse to watch another cartoon. Yes. Because I do have, because the entirety of Bee and Puppycat is actually available for free. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. On the internets. Okay. Uh, Centaur World on uh, Netflix? Netflix, it is. yeah. And it did not make me cry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying. Uh, You're, I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, like I, uh, that reminds me of something I said on Twitter today. Of like, I I need to, or on on Facebook, I need to watch Dead Like Me again because you know I haven't been weeping enough. <laughs> Such a fucking good show for yeah. only being basically one season. It's two se- two ish seasons. Two seasons yeah. and things went a little off the rails. Yeah, yeah I'm right, not, right, right, I'm not right. going to watch the movie. The movie is not good. I watched yeah. the movie and I was like, this is not great. Yep. Mm, not great. But regardless, I think that's what we'll do next episode, everyone. We'll, we'll talk about some 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 of the latest cartoons we've digested. And Fantastic. We'll we'll, we'll 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 discuss it at your for your pleasure. Indeed. So, 
So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where you find us. Go roll some dice. <laughs>